This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Visit them today like Jason did earlier this week to experience the best that golf has to offer. Golf them, live the game. John? Jason, gentlemen, good morning. Hello, John. John, um, what is Summer Highland Falls about? Is, is that a part of New York? Yes. Okay. Yes, it's up near uh, West Point, actually. Is it? Okay. Yeah. By the way, yeah. I've heard that West Point is one of the probably top three or five places to catch a college football game for your Well, let me put it to you this way. In 2000, when you know all the end-of-the-century roundups were being done on everything, right. uh, Sports Illustrated uh, did a list of the top ten sports venues in the world. Mm. Uh, I, I always get mixed up. Yankee Stadium and Augusta National were one and two. Okay. And I'm not sure which order. I think it might have been Yankee Stadium and Augusta National, but I'm not sure. Number three was Mikey Stadium. Wow. In the world. Sports venue. That's pretty impressive. Uh, if you go to a football game there it, at the right time in October when the leaves are turning, it's unbelievable because the stadium uh, – you look out on the Lusk Reservoir, which is right across from the stadium, and then beyond that are, are, are mountains, and then the Hudson River. Um, it, it, and, you know, you've got the cadets there all in their uniforms. It's, it's just amazing, amazing. John, John, I, I mean, know. Navy's nice, but it's not the same because it's not on campus. Right. right. I don't know if you've heard this guy called our show, John, but there's a guy who calls in, I don't know, once every couple months, and he's got a contest with his buddy to see who can see – Every stadium, go to every Division One stadium first, mm-hmm. and you know, well, that that'd be kind of a cool thing to do, yeah. uh, and and it's probably doable because it's what 128 now, I think. Like I that. mean, that's a lot, but it's not like it's you're trying to do Division Three, which has like 400 schools. I think he's got like 55 of them down. So yeah, so he's almost halfway. He's there. He's almost halfway there. Um, I'd have to sit down. Maybe uh, maybe I'll do that if I have a little time on vacation in a few weeks. I'll sit down and go through how many I've been to. It's not 55, but it's quite a few. Are you going back to? Are you going to uh, Long Island for vacation? No, I don't have the house there anymore. Thanks for bringing that up. Oh, sorry. Someone else <laughs> sorry. has that. Yeah. Sorry, we didn't realize. <laughs> so where are you going to go? Someone not named Feinstein has the house. <laughs> Where I know you... he's gone to Hilton Head before for summer vacation. Oh, Hilton, right. Hilton Head's the best. I love Hilton Head. I mean, it's hot down there, but we, yeah. we stay in a place. Um, Chris's parents have a, you know one of those timeshare deals yeah. uh, with Marriott, and we stay in a place that's right on the beach, so it's really nice. And the restaurants down there are just spectacular. There's a place called uh, Frosty Frog that I like to go to in Hilton Yeah, Head. Frosty Frog. I'll tell you what, though. Michael Anthony's down there is as good an Italian restaurant as I've ever been to, including in Italy. It's oh, just great. You know what? We passed that, and I didn't go. I've got to get down there. You should go. Hey, there go the crickets. Hey, John, have you ever thought about retirement spots? I mean, I know you, Ooh, you have, I like this I've thought about it a lot. I, 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 you know, I don't, I don't, I won't ever completely retire. Uh, I'll always want to write. Yeah. But you can live anywhere if you're writing. Right. Um, and I've thought about a lot of different different spots, uh, most of them, you know, more southern uh, than here. Uh, but but I could also see myself retiring to the eastern shore. I, I mean, I love St. Michael's. St. Michael's is great. 
I wouldn't go to Rehoboth just because it's too crowded mm-hmm. for me anyway um, in the summer. Uh, and I'm spoiled because Shelter Island was never crowded. But, yeah, I, I've definitely thought about it. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting old. Um, so, you know, it's almost a week away, but we've got to talk about what Spieth did at the Open. Yep. Uh, just a kind of a quick recap. I couldn't believe what I was watching. Um, and I was telling the boys, I was telling the boys, you probably never see that again um, in terms of just that type of drama where, you know, the guy hits it so far right and it took 25 minutes to figure out what his line of sight was. And, and then, of course, you can hear the back and forth between Greller and Spieth on what club to hit. I mean, it was just riveting to me, and I'm a golf mark, but. Right, uh, and then when then for him to just turn it on those last five holes was incredible to watch too. What were your thoughts? Well, that, that was what was amazing was because for for twelve holes plus the tee shot on thirteen, he he was awful. Yep, uh, he'd been so good for three days, uh, and then he, he you know he's having trouble keeping it in the ballpark. He's missing short putts, which he never does, uh, and and he hits that tee shot like you said on thirteen that was about as bad a tee shot as I've ever seen a, a re, you know real player hit. Um, but from that point on, to be able to turn it around the way he did, not just recover on that hole, but to then go birdie, eagle, birdie, birdie, mm-hmm. was just ridiculous. I mean, think about this for a second. Matt Kuchar takes the lead on the 13th hole, and, and Spieth's bogey putt was probably the most important shot of the tournament for him, yep. the eight-footer that he made there for bogey. But Spieth, Kuchar's walking on the 14th tee. He's got a one-shot lead. He then plays the next four holes, two under par. Yeah, That's pretty good. Yep. And he loses three shots. Yep. I mean, it was just, I, like you said, Jason, I just sat there going, holy, you know what? I mean, it, it, was, it was unreal, and uh, it shows that um, the people who in 2016 were saying, you know, oh, he's never going to recover from Augusta, he's not as good as we thought he was, blah, 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 blah. They're wrong. He's going to win a lot more majors. Yeah, and I, and I said this on that Monday. Uh, I said, I think that when you rank all the great golfers in history at the end of their careers, I think Spieth will be ahead of Mickelson. What do you think about that? Oh, I think he'll definitely be ahead of Mickelson. Oh, yeah. I mean, he'll be well. I think he'll be well ahead of Mickelson. I think at the least he'll be in that Watson, Palmer, uh, Sam Snead, uh, Gary Player category, which wow. is, you know, between seven and nine majors. Yep. And yeah, I think he might be, he, I think he will be ahead of Ballesteros and he'll be ahead of Faldo, too. Man, that's saying a lot, too. Isn't it? That's saying a lot. Because, that's really saying a lot, because especially Mickelson, about a kid who turned 24 yesterday. I mean, Mickelson's had an unbelievable career. And Fantastic. He, yeah, and you just think about the fact that Spieth is only 24, and he's probably, gonna, like you say, he's probably going to win three or four more minimum. At least. Yeah. And remember this, Phil was 33 when he won his first major. Yes. So he's, he's got a nine-year head start on him in, in winning majors. And, and, he, and he's also not the kind of guy who I think is going to get obsessed with weights or uh, is going to be injury-prone because he's not that big. And uh, he isn't dependent on how far he hits it. So he should be able to play well into his you know, 30s and 40s the way a lot of guys have, yeah. um, including Phil. Uh, so, yeah, he should, he should be – and he's got a great mind. Yes. which is ultimately the most important thing in golf. I mean, there are so many guys who can hit a golf ball 300-plus yards. I mean, you see those guys in that long drive stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. They can hit it 10 miles, but they can't play golf. No, they can't. And this guy knows how to play and how to deal with adversity. And he's a really good kid, too. I mean, I, I really like him. I got to know him uh, pretty well uh, in the last 
couple of years working on on the Ryder Cup book, the first major, which is available for pre-sale now, by the way. Very nice. Um, yeah, I got a great first review, too, from Kirkus Reviews, which you can see on my Twitter page. That's the John Feinstein advertisement for the day. I can't wait um, to read it. Really. But he's really a good kid. I was skeptical. You know, Roy McElroy said something to me that was very interesting, that when Jordan first started showing, showed up on the tour in 2013, and he was hearing all these things about how mature he was and what a good guy he was and what a good player he was, he said, you know, it's too good to be true. He can't really be this good. And then he met him and got to know him, played with him and said, yeah, he is this good. And we're talking about as a person, not as a golfer. And I had the same feeling about that. Like, okay, you know, he's been marketed well and all that stuff. And the very first time I sat down with him, we had had to postpone, he had had to postpone our first, the first two times we were supposed to meet for legit reasons. And the first and so when we finally sat down, first thing he said to me was, hey, I'm really sorry we had to postpone those other two times. But athletes don't do that, mm-hmm. okay? And I said to him, I said, Jordan, don't worry about it. You're doing me a favor giving me this time. And he looked at me and said, well, aren't you doing me a favor putting me in your book? I mean, how many athletes take that approach, especially this is, this is in 2015 when he's, he's God in the golf world at that point. Well, Tiger would have told you that too. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, what Tiger would have done was he would have changed his plans for me. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, let's get into the Nats here. I don't know if you've heard of the little mini controversy going on at the station here with with uh, with Grant and Dan. About Rendon? About Rendon and, and uh, you know, Lavero got involved. 106.7, the fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, but, you know, they scored 15 runs yesterday and hit eight homers, and yep. Defoe's one of them, and, and Defoe is hitting 390 in the month of July, so he's starting to heat up. But, um, you know, and, but some people are steadfast in that they think that Rendon should be hitting higher up in the lineup. Dusty's, you know, old school that way. doesn't think so. Yep. Uh, yep. Well, I, you see, my, my approach is this. Um, first of all, the lineup isn't the issue with this team. Yeah. Like you said, they scored 15 runs yesterday. They, they score plenty of runs. Uh, what are they up? Twelve and a half, thirteen now. Thirteen now, yeah. So people need something to talk about in late July when the team, when the, their next meaningful game will be in October. Uh, it doesn't matter where Rendon hits; it really doesn't. As long as you got those four four guys lined up in the middle, somewhere in the middle of your lineup, no matter what order they hit in, this team is going to score runs. The, the injuries to to the lineup guys, you know, the Turner and Eaton, really aren't that big a deal, even though they're very good players. Because you know Rizzo's built a hell of a lineup. There's there's no anybody who argues that is crazy. To me, the the issue, as Barry Sferluga wrote about the other day, is do you go out and get another arm for the bullpen, which I would if I can, and do you go get another quality starter? Because I, I don't care how many times they say it's just precautionary. Strasburg is a delicate flower. Mm-hmm. He didn't pick pitch in postseason last year. Now maybe he'll be absolutely fine this year, but. At the very least, it's a question mark. And I would want another starter. I would want to be able to go, you know, worst case scenario, I, I would want to be able to go without Strasburg if necessary in the playoffs and still have four quality starters. You need at least three, four as a bonus. And, it, you know, the irony to me in all of this, and we've been over this a million times, but they – Ever since they sat Strasburg down healthy, when he gets hurt, I don't know how many times he's been on the DL since then. Is it six, seven? This I lose track. Eight. But they keep eight. it. They insist it's no big deal, and they and they kind of rush him back. Mm-hmm. To me, 
it, you know, they say, oh, he's going to miss one start. Thank you. I'd sit him out for three or four starts. Make sure he's not 90%, not 92, 100%, because you've got a 13-game lead. And if he misses a few starts and he's a little more rested in October, I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, would you go out and get do what you could to get a, a Darvish, or do you not need a name that big? Yes. Okay. Well, I don't need a name. I need a quality pitcher. And, look, the Nats are lucky, to their credit. They have a deep farm system. Um, but there comes a time when you've got to go all in. You guys are poker players. Sometimes you've got to go all in. They, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with Harper after next season. They're, you can't count on Zimmerman having another year like this or Murphy having more years like this. I mean, Murphy's been unbelievable since he got here, but he's, what, 32? Zimmerman's 32. Um, so the window's there probably for sure this year and next year. You don't know what comes after 2018. Uh, they've already been to the playoffs three times and failed. So, uh, you know, again, I, I would go – if I – and I, I'm not second-guessing here because I said it to you guys at the time. If I had been able to get Chris Sale last winter, I would have gotten him. Mm-hmm. How would you feel about the rotation right now if Chris Sale was in it? Well, he's the best pitcher in the league. World you Series favorite. Well, and, yeah, and, and it's not like it's a shock that he's pitching well. No. I know. He's been a stud for the last three, four years. Absolutely. So, again – Forget that. That that's water under the bridge. But right now, if I can get a U Darvish or another quality starter, and I have to give up some prospects for it, I'll do it. Talking to John Feinstein, best-selling author. You can read his work at the Washington Post. Uh, real quick, John Wall signs that super max extension. Mm-hmm. So the Wizards have locked up their three big stars. You can't say that Ted doesn't spread his money. He's given a ton nope. of money to Bradley Beal, John Wall, and Otto Porter. What do you make of the whole thing? Well, uh, what I make of it is, is that they these were, th- I mean, the Porter thing they they had to do, you know, they had to match, they had to keep him because he, you know, who he is. He's a young guy. He's getting better. They did, they didn't necessarily have to get Wall uh, signed up to the supermax deal, but it makes sense to do it. It makes him happy. It makes you secure that he's going to be around um, for a long long while, and that's all good. The the good news for the Wizards summer is all of this Michigas going on in Cleveland. The bad news is the Celtics got better. Right. This, I think the Celtics probably got the best player in the draft, and they got a, you know Gordon Hayward. So they got better. If if you're asking me to rank the East now, now Kyrie Irving's still in Cleveland at this moment. Mm-hmm. So if I, if I were ranking the East right now, I'd have the Wizards three now, but that could change if Cleveland is forced to trade Irving, depending on who they get back. And if you're playing the long game, which I know Cakes has said, wait until LeBron gets out of the East. Yeah, wait until yeah. 2020, yeah. 2021, Your guys like are that. young. Yeah, you're right. But you know what? So are the Celtics. That, right. it, it's gonna, the Celtics are going to be the team uh, that the Wizards have to worry about in the long game. I, I think Cakes is right. Um, but, but they did what they had to do this summer. I mean, there wasn't that much more they could do. And they didn't drop the ball on, on Porter, and they didn't drop the ball on Wall. But that doesn't make them, you know, if you're talking about winning a championship, if you look in the West, there's probably five teams that are better than them because the West is, is, is even more dominant now than it's been the last 10 years because of the, of the free agent moves that, that have been made. JFeinsteinBooks.com, at JFeinsteinBooks on Twitter. 
The pre-sale is going on right now. Is that what you said? You could go online at Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com and buy the book. Um, you know, order the book. It's out in October. Um, you might want to take a look at the Kirkus Review, which, as I said, is on my Twitter page. It, it, it's amazing because in 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 publishing, mm-hmm. Kirkus it's the first pre-review service that they have. It's mostly for booksellers to get an idea of you know whether they should order a hundred copies of a book or a thousand copies of a book. Um, and they're known in publishing circles as cranky Kirkus because they always seem to find something wrong with a book. Um, this is as as much of a rave as I've gotten since season on the brink or good walk spoiled. So that was kind of cool to see. Well, here's um, a question. I don't here's see a... it pinned to the top. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I just went to your Twitter page. You need to no, pin it to I, the I top. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do that, but it's there somewhere. <laughs> if, you, right. if you scroll through, it's there because people, you know, retweeted and commented and stuff. JP will come over to the house today and show you <laughs> yeah. how to do it. Yes. Oh, I could use all the help I can get. Somebody, somebody asked me to follow them the other day, and I was like, how do you do that? I can tell you how to do that. I yeah, everybody. and then some Kentucky fan claimed that I was following him, and I had, not only was I do I not know how to follow, I had no idea who the guy was. Well, John, you go to that tweet, and then there's like an arrow, and it'll say pin, and you just pin it to the top. Pin, okay. And well, I'll pin. ask Chris to do it for me. All right, now, now, here's a question about the Ryder Cup book. Is there a chance I can watch, uh, read the book for free? Well, probably because you guys will have me in studio to promote the book. There you go. Look at that. All right. Yeah. So All right. there's a good. But you know, Jason, I expect you then to, to buy ten copies for friends for Christmas. As you should. <laughs> As right. you should. All right. Well, I can't wait to read it. Either way. <laughs> no response on that. Have, have a great John. weekend, fellas. All right. Yes. You too. John Feinstein. Coming up next, we talk Redskins training camp with Mike Jones in the Washington Post. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law